The following story is fictional, but based on true accounts. It is up to you to decide what is believable and what is bullshit. I decided to take a different road home, the long way. I needed some time to listen to music and find some peace after a long day of work. What I found instead made me never drive down that road again. The night was quiet, not a single car in sight. As I winded down West Lothar Drive, I passed the first sign I'd seen in miles, a sign for White Rock Park. The colors had been long faded, but I can make out a photo of a family playing in front of a lake. The crown jewel of the Dallas Park system, it read. Something made my spine shiver about the photo, but I couldn't quite place it. I thought I heard it creaking through my window as I sped by. The silence of the road started to bother me a little. When was the last time I saw another car? Shouldn't I have passed my turnoff by now? I looked back to the road ahead, where a thin, white figure now stood. I slammed on my brakes. It was a woman. Her eyes reflected off the beams of my headlights as she stared at my car. She drifted towards my passenger door. As she got closer, I could see her hair and her dirty white dress were dripping wet. She looked frightened. That made two of us. I rolled down the window. Are you okay? What happened to you? Without warning, she opened the back door of my car and crawled onto the upholstery. That door was supposed to be locked, I thought. She didn't waste a second to tell me the exact address. This was all very sudden, and I could feel red flags going off in my head. But she looked to be in serious need of help. So I started driving. Did you fall in the lake or something? I joked. She didn't respond. All that filled the air was the sound of the occasional... from her hair. I resisted the urge to ask any more questions, though one was burning in my mind. Why can't I stop driving? We approached the house. My headlights revealed blinds wrapped around the outside of the walls. Windows were shattered and the porch was covered in glass. If there wasn't a light on in the upstairs window, I'd say it was abandoned. Is this it? I said, turning my head to face the woman. Gone. I turned back around. My heart pounded shockwaves through my body. Did she jump out? I noticed the light in the house went dark. A new one appeared downstairs. The door started to open. A man walked out onto the porch, crushing glass beneath his feet. He stood there for a few seconds. Well, you gonna come in? He said, like he was expecting me. I hopped out of the car. He waved me inside. My curiosity outweighed my fear for one second. 
and I followed him. I'm sorry to bother you. I... I met this lady. I know. He limped to a wall covered in old photos. He took one down and he handed it to me. It was a family posed in front of what looked like a newer version of this house. The father I recognized as the man before me. The mother was beautiful, with long black hair and green eyes. The daughter was just in my back seat. Sir, your daughter... She drowned. Three years ago. He said abruptly. I was confused. But I just saw her. He snatched the photo from me. Listen here. You get back in your car, and you go back down that road you just came from. She knows you're here. Don't go past this house, and don't ever come back. Wait! Before I could finish, he grabbed my arm and had me up on my feet and out the door. His sudden aggression made it clear that I was in some kind of danger. I scrambled back into my car and sped off, leaving a cloud of dirt between me and the man. My foot was pressed down on the gas. I scanned the road as my headlights revealed more every second. A few moments later, I passed the sign again. As I looked in my side mirror at the old faded photo, I finally saw what bothered me the first time I passed it. Behind the family, there was a body in the lake. The sign disappeared into the darkness. It's been five years since that night. I haven't seen that lady in the white dress again, but sometimes, when I'm driving late at night and the road goes silent, if I listen closely, Welcome back, listeners. My name is Justin. And I'm Ben. And today we have another gripping story about another myth, legend, or urban, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, Ben. I was a little disappointed because in that story, I didn't hear about a goat man. Okay. Well, hold on. I was waiting for a goat man. I want to hear. Wait for it. We got to finish this story first. (laughs) So Am I getting ahead here? You're getting a little bit ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and you're ruining my surprise. But oh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, well, we can cut this. We can cut this out later. I probably <laughs> no, no. won't. This is good content, dude. I was listening to the story that you had we recorded, mm-hmm. and even though it was my own voice, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Not uh, gonna lie. <laughs> like, I was just like listening. I was like, "Is that even me?" I was like, "What?" I I did my magic, um, in post, and I made you made you sound like an actual podcaster. <laughs> Well, the story you guys just heard was about the lady of White Rock Lake. I'm from originally from Dallas, so... Oh, yeah, you are. Growing up, we went to White Rock Lake a ton with the grandparents. We, we like fishing, and we just kind of hung out at the lake with the cousins and all the family. Okay. But growing up, we never really heard any stories about White Rock Lake. So when I was researching to try to find some local urban legends, White Rock Lake like was one of the first ones that popped up, and I was like, wait a minute, like... I'd gone there, like, 
every month with my grandparents and yeah. I'd never even heard of this. So damn. Was there any like streets that you recognized that you went up and down and, um, that were reported on this whole incident that happened? What was it? Lothar street was the one in the story that it's an actual street along, uh, Wire Rock Lake. And while I don't recognize that one, I recognize a couple of like the other ones that go along the lake mm-hmm. and they all look like super similar. I was literally on like Google maps trying to figure out like the street names for White Rock uh, Lake and like I went down to like to like the Google view and I was like this looks so familiar. It was uh, like it brought back so many like memories of just like going there and spending time with the family and stuff like that. Any memories of a lady in the middle of the street with a white dress? If there was, then I blocked my my memory because that would be terrifying <laughs> if it was late at night. But yeah, the story's about um a woman uh that was dressed in white and just looking for a ride and whenever she got one she would tell them the address to a house that was in uh that was near the lake, sort of like in the Lakewood district. Yeah, yeah. And the people giving her a ride would take her there and then whenever they get there she would just be gone. She would just vanish in the back seat. Yeah. And the stories appeared, I think it started in uh nineteen forty three in a book titled The Ghost of White Rock Lake. Um it was written by Ann Clark, where she basically described the whole story that I just said. Um, is this a fictional book or is this based on real accounts? It's a fictional book, like a little handbook. It wasn't like an, an like an entire novel. It's just okay. like a like a collection of short stories. So that doesn't bode well for this legend <laughs> that it starts with a fictional story. I don't know. I mean, fictional, but then it could become true um, mm, if we believe <laughs> hard enough. Um, but yeah, and then the story continued on. Um, it kept alive, it like stayed alive and uh, kept in like relevant history. 1953, um, Frank X. Tolbert made a book or wrote a book on Neiman Marcus, you know, like the brand, like Neiman Marcus, like clothing. Okay. He talked about the lady of White Rock Lake and sort of related it to a store by saying that she was wearing like a Neiman Marcus dress. And it was like, I like reading the story, it sounded like it was just like a lot of product placement. And I was like, nah, okay, but nonetheless, it still kept the story alive. All right, so what we got so far is a fictional book and a model for Neiman Marcus as the sightings for this lady of White Rock Lake. Yeah, it was, it was the first ever product placement um, in any... Uh... This is the first time I've uh, really seen a legend used as... Well, um, Jack Link's Beef Jerky uses Bigfoot as a, <laughs> as a mascot, so I guess they can do this too. <laughs> yeah, but the story like kept alive throughout the years, mm-hmm. and it was also backed up by like actual deaths that happened in the lake. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy. In 1935, uh, Mrs. Frank Doyle found a suicide note left by her sister. Whenever they went to like sort of like try to prevent her from like committing suicide in the okay. lake, they never found her body. Jesus. Yeah. And so no one knows what happened to her. She could have died in the lake. Um, she could have just gone missing or it was just nobody knows what happened. Um, and then another uh, incident happened in 1942 when a 35-year-old Rose Stone of Mansfield, Texas, also committed suicide by drowning herself in the lake. Her body was uh, discovered eight feet from the water near the municipal boathouse. Mm, okay, um, so there there is a bit of a there is a bit of a basis for this legend, which is basically a lot of people have drowned in this lake, actually. I mean, the lake the lake's been around for like a really long time, so mm-hmm. it's bound to happen. When do you think lakes were invented? Well, in Texas, uh, all of our lakes are basically fake, except for like a couple of them. <laughs> so feels bad, but 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're dropping real uh, controversial political views here, Ben. <laughs> it's uh, pretty well known, actually. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically like the history. It's basically okay. the history about the story. So we're like the background. As far as comparing it to our first episode that we did, I think this is a little bit more believable and that this could actually happen sure. to a certain extent. Like you could actually find someone on the side of the road in a white dress and you could pick them up and take them like to an address that they told you to. Yeah. Which uh, is a little bit more believable than a random being in the woods trying to snatch up children. Uh, it's a real fun thing to do on Halloween uh, for any of y'all that want an idea. Don't do that, actually. <laughs> not do that. Do not listen to them. And then just give them the address and on the way there just kind of jump out of the car and roll. Yeah. Like, Where, where'd she go? Maybe one day you'll be an urban legend <laughs> and also have multiple broken bones, but never mind that fact. The the idiot that jumped out of a moving car. What a what a legend there. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> um, okay. So what do you think? Do you think that this could actually happen? Like, is, do you think this is believable? Because I, I think this is a pretty believable as far as, like, local urban legends go. Um, it's a lot more... Be- there's... Okay, look, like you said, you know, there's some people that drowned in that lake, and whenever you have consistent stories surrounding an area, people tend to blow it up and be like, well, there's got to be a reason all these people are drowning here, and then they mistake coincidence as myth or legend. So I I really am on the side of, you know, this sucks that I have two bullshits in a row, last podcast and this one. (laughs) But this one as well, I'm just not into it. I can't believe it. Oh, come on. This could totally happen, though. You'd just be driving down the road and you, like, how many times have you been driving down the road and you see, like, a hitchhiker? Like, it happens all the time. Yeah. Well, they're not wearing a Neiman Marcus dress. Okay, well, (laughs) in one account, yes, she was wearing a Neiman Marcus dress, but usually it's just a white dress, which also pretty Uh, common. You think she wakes up in the morning and she looks in her closet, it's filled with white it's just dresses. White, all white dresses. She's like, hmm, which one today? White dress, white dress, white dress. Ooh, let's mix it up a little bit. White dress. I got to stick it in the washer real quick so it's soaking wet, but then I can go out and she's, take on the day. all bleach. That's yeah. all she needs. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like it's pretty believable. Like, as Really? It's believable up until the point where she disappears. Like, when she disappears, that's like the... The urban legend part. That's like the, the okay. part we have to believe. So you think there's some validity behind just this crazy lady who asked people to pick her up wearing a white dress and just got out of a lake. You think there's validity behind that, but you don't think like the mythical part of her disappearing is really what happens. I'm saying that it's possible for this to happen because picking up hitchhikers along the road is not an uncommon thing. So but there's th- something behind this legend. Right. Yeah. I'm saying that this could happen. And if mm-hmm. it did happen, then I would believe it. Okay. All the way up to the point where she disappeared in the back of the car, which is like, okay, okay. maybe not. So that's where it gets fuzzy. Yeah. So overall, I would say like 80% believable and then like mm-hmm. 20%. Bullshit. Well, the very fact that. It's someone you pick up off the side of the road, you know, gives me chills from this legend. Um, I think it happened more back in the 70s, but people would just get killed from picking up people from the side of the road. Yeah, so usually not a good idea to just pick up hitchhikers in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So, but Unless you really, really want to, and you want to be a great Samaritan, and someone sticks their thumb up, and you're just like, you know what? The risk between dying and helping out a person. I could die, 
but you know what? I'm, I'm ready to risk it. Let's yeah. Do it. So, yeah. Can't say I've ever done that, but <laughs> all right. Well, now a little like a mini. I'm gonna give you like a little mini urban legend that I grew up with whenever I went to White Rock Lake. So when I think I, went, I know where this is going. Yeah, when I went to White Rock Lake. I never heard about the lady of White Rock Lake, but I did hear about the Goat Man yes, of White Rock the Lake. Goat Man. So if you guys get a chance, you need to look up this picture of the Goat Man. <laughs> you need to just go on Google, type in Goat Man of White Rock Lake, and click on the first article. You will see one of the greatest pictures can, that I've seen in a very long time. Can I describe that picture to our yeah, listeners? Yeah, go ahead. So picture a man, but he has horns on his head. And he has that little goat beard or goat tea, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. He's got a hairy back. So everything, you know, besides him looking like a goat, looks pretty normal about him. But he's hurling a tire at the cameraman with a very casual expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of like doing it. Um, so That's just what he does. <laughs> yeah, so my cousin told me this story whenever we went down fishing. I got my first flip phone when I was really little. Ooh. Um. And I lost it in White Rock Lake when we were fishing. I just dropped it in the lake, and I never found it again. Ooh, your phone drowned in White Rock Lake? Yeah, yeah. I'll find it on the side of the road one night, and I'm like, wow, it's back. Um, (laughs) But my cousin's like, oh, dude. But the goat man took it, and I was like, who's the goat man? And apparently the goat man is just this random dude that either dresses up as a goat or is a goat. Mm -hmm. He hides out in the woods, and he throws trash at people. Sometimes tires, sometimes just like rocks usually it's trash though so he's like oh you found your phone he's gonna throw it at you if you like come back here at night and i was like what like and i was like i was like 10 when this happened so i was like really and he's like yeah dude and i like i went on google and i like looked it up and i was like oh my god it's actually real dude he actually did take my phone (laughs) so so the goat man is basically a homeless man who throws trash yeah a really hairy homeless man that throws trash is there any sort of like deaths nope it's just a dude that throws trash people and then they made an urban legend about it that's all you need man that's all you need it's honestly Honestly, my favorites (laughs) honestly i believe this one more than the lady of white rock lake i don't know if i just want to believe this more there's something about its simplicity that's just like okay yeah for sure yeah there's no convoluted details that people have been working on their whole life to try to make it more true people are just like yeah there's a go man out there did you lose your phone he's got it he's gonna toss it out your head (laughs) there's no product placement it's just you know that's true there's no big companies behind it who would who would get behind the goat man i would all right if if we both had a company we'd sponsor the goat man sponsor this man yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, those are the the urban legends that I found surrounding White Rock Lake, mm-hmm. close to my hometown. So it was very fun to look up these stories and sort of figure out like I grew up here, but I like had no idea like like the history behind these like certain places that I spent so much time in. Right. It, it's so weird that specifically, like not just in that area, but specifically the park of White Rock Lake has. Two very interesting and very different legends that are both, exist. <laughs> are both pretty awesome as far as I'm concerned. So Yeah, yeah, that's so weird. Maybe there's something in that water that just makes people see things, but I don't know. <laughs> I, w- I wish I could see the goat man. If I saw the goat man, I would, I would honestly make my day, and it would probably be one of the coolest things I've seen in my entire life. So If I, if I dreamed about the goat man, it wouldn't even be a nightmare. <laughs> it would be, I wouldn't want to wake up, you know? 
I keep going back to sleep trying to give me the goat man goat back. Man. Give me him back. Goat man, please. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, it was a lot of fun <laughs> making this episode, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. Um, <clears throat> ben, tell them about Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace is a really cool website that you can go to to make your own website. Okay. Um, so say you want to start up your own art company and you're like, Hey, I want to sell all my art online, but I don't know where to go and I don't know how to do it. And mm-hmm. selling it in person is really hard. It's like, Oh, I can make a website and then I could just sell my art there. I am about to graduate college and that means I need to start looking for a job. Right. And one of the most important things that the companies are looking for are resumes and um, places to find out more about you and your skills. And mm-hmm. a website's a great place to do that. And it also looks really, really impressive when you say, hey, I have my own website. So It does. Use promo code B and B, and you can get 15% off your first month. Uh, don't use promo code B and B. We are not sponsored by Squarespace. Um, you can try it. It's not going to work. <laughs> but so. go, to, go to Squarespace and use code Joe Rogan to get 15% yeah. off. <laughs> Joe Rogan just like listens to this podcast. He's like, "What are these guys doing?" Guarantee you, Joe Rogan listens to this podcast. This is his downright favorite. Because he has a ton of free time on his hands. Oh yeah, he's not a very busy guy at all. Sure. All right. All right. Well, we appreciate our listeners. We're glad that y'all came back for another round of this. If you want to hear more about the podcast or just the myths and legends that we discuss on here, make sure to check out our blog at agcj366.tamu.edu. That's agcj366.tamu.edu. And we'll talk to you later. Say bye to our listeners, Ben. Suck it. Okay. Now we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.